So the very first ever Red Debate podcast um, was shortly before last year's Champions League final. That's when we started doing all this. And we are back on the eve, eve of the Champions League final, 2018-2019. Got Chris with me. Hello, everyone. Yeah, we've been... Um, we've had a little break, to be fair. Yeah, we've, we? had, we've had a bit of a hiatus. Um, we just enjoyed the ride, I think. Enjoying the ride, busy lives, but we had to record something ahead of this game. How are you feeling about it? I'm fucking nervous. Like, it's really... This week, it's just really started to sink in. Especially because I work with quite a few Tottenham fans. Yeah. Um, and they're obviously buzzing as their first Champions League final. But it's just made me feel... Just the thought of not winning that game after the season we've had... Yeah, is just too much for me at the moment. It's I'm honestly having sleepless nights about it. Yeah. I, I'm I'm operating at, at best seventy five percent capacity at work. <laughs> at best, <laughs> at best. Yeah. That's you on a normal day, isn't it? That's me on a normal yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, yeah. Should we? I think we need to start this by explaining our situation, really, don't we? Go on. So, um, Chris and I are both having to watch the game. Not either in Liverpool or in Madrid, sadly. Um, m- even more annoying, but based on the fact that Chris is soon to be brother-in-law, and my brother both live in Madrid. Um, shout to Red Debate Ollie. Um, so yeah, so a load of my family are over in Madrid for the game. You've got John over there and stuff as well. Obviously, yeah, we quite would a few be there. Friends have gone, they? Um, but we're good friends. Chris's best man um, for the wedding of one of our best mates, who's getting married on an island off Guernsey. So not even just Guernsey. An island off Guernsey, <laughs> um, the hotel of which we went onto the website recently, and and they said that they've got no. Uh, the ethos of the island is like health and focus, and they don't encourage phones or televisions. <laughs> we were just like, <laughs> that is not what you want to fucking no, hear, is it? Yeah, but we've been reassured there's going to be Wi-Fi. So at the very worst, Chris and I, at the very worst, we will be sneaking up and watching on an iPad somewhere. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely watch it. No but problem. yeah, I, I mean. That's added to the emotion for me, I've got to say. I'm nervous about how we're going to actually watch the bloody game. The whole thing is just nervous. I'm nervous about the wedding, my speech, the game, (laughs) can we even watch the game, Yeah. (laughs) and just everything about it. Well, you were saying, weren't you, you're going to do the classic, like, right, we all know what we're here for. Yeah. (laughs) The football. (laughs) Don't think that will go down that well. But yeah, Yeah, there's a few Liverpool fans in the ranks at the wedding, so that should be good. Um... But yeah, I I just want to touch on that point that you said about worrying about losing to Spurs. I think I think I'm more worried about the prospect of losing to Spurs in terms of not having beaten them than it, than actually thinking that we may well lose to them. It couldn't be I'm, much worse for me. I think it, you know you um well it happens sometimes in like the Championship playoff where you've got a team that finishes third, yeah, twenty points above the team that finishes sixth, yeah, absolutely, and they don't go up. It feels um, like a misjustice. Yeah, so it, yeah. having beaten Spurs twice, having finished, what was it, 26 points above them in yeah. the end? Yeah. If we do not win this game, one, they'll be unbearable. Yeah. And I know they'll probably say like Liverpool fans will be unbearable if we win. But two, I just feel like there's a, a great like in misjustice if we don't win this. Yeah. The, the, the one thing that I can't shake is I've been on record a lot of times probably on this podcast but de- many 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 times off it I fucking hate Harry Kane and I don't know what it is in me that hates him I respect him as a footballer but I fucking hate him I hate him and he's well. a real media darling I just cannot face the possibility of seeing Harry Kane littered all over oh, the, the yeah. media right. did he win. get knighted for his he, he got, a, he, he got an order of the British Embassy or member of the British Embassy he was knighted if he wouldn't 
Harry Kane knows. would end up being Sir Harry Kane if they win this. Sir Harry Kane. It's a joke, but Sir Day. I know, fucking hell. No way. But but you know, but that aside, we're much we're much much better than Tottenham. Did their form in twenty nineteen has been poor? But should we um should we outline what we're going to talk about? Um, we th- we thought we'd do a very 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 quick bit about our team because it's been done, and I think it's fairly clear what the team's going to be. Um, yeah. there's, a, there's only a couple of decisions for Klopp to make if not only one decision um, we're, t- we're going to talk a little bit about how we'll approach the game um, what we're worried about specifically about Spurs and how they could possibly hurt us um, and then a topic which has divided our opinion really on the bigger picture and sort of beyond beyond this fixture yeah um, so how how do you think we're going to line up then Quickly, um, yeah. So quickly, let's shoot for it. So Allison, Trent Alexander-Arnold, um, we've got Matip, Van Dijk, and Robertson. Defense picks itself. Um, Fabinho, Henderson, and we think the toss-up is going to be Wijnaldum or Milner. I think I'm, that's the I'm only thinking Wijnaldum is almost yeah. certainly going to start that. So do I. And then the front three picks itself, doesn't it? Mane, Fabinho, and Salah. Yeah, it does, and. It, that's that would be it really, wouldn't it? The question's why Alden or Milner. Um, I I think he'll go one album from the start. The the only other slight question mark, but this probably goes back a bit further rather than now was is Gomez going to come back in time for it? But I don't think it's even an issue of is he back in time. No. I think I think Matip's sort of rightly earned his place in the team. Definitely, yeah. and he did he did that presser the other day as well. So I'd be fairly sure that Matip starts. But yeah, the, the, there's more questions about their their um. Their team, but I wanted to ask you actually, what? How do you think we're going to approach this? Do you think we're going to approach this as a ninety-minute fixture, get it one in ninety, yes, go at them early or keep it tight or like how do how are we going to go about it? I I feel like the onus is on us to take the game to them. I'm um, I'm hoping that they'll be a little bit panicky, a bit nervous, um, and I want us to start fast. Like I don't want to get into a nervous game where we're a bit cagey with them. And when it, you know, we don't want to end up with one of those chances where it's either nil-nil or one-all or something like that. Yeah. Or even one-nil to us. And you've got the odd chance falling because yeah. someone like Harry Kane will punish you for them. But do you not think that one of our greatest strengths this season has been showing that games are 90 minutes long? I like, forget extra time, but one of our biggest strengths this season, and Klopp's mentioned it a few times, don't panic. Don't panic, you will get chances. Do you, I, I agree with you. I want us to come out of the blocks and get a few early goals, but do you think we will? Do you think Klopp will send them out trying I, to get I goals I still early? think we'll play our own football. I, I feel like this is the perfect game for us to really show who the better team is. Yeah. Um, and if, 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 if it was someone else, if it was City, if it was, well, Ajax, I think we would have hammered, to be honest. But, Same. I was watching um, that game. I was watching both games, to be honest, thinking we'll destroy Exactly, yeah. So, I th- say, if it was City, for example, I think there's a lot more to think about, maybe from the, like, the set-up point of view, stopping them scoring. Yeah. But I just want us to go out and play our own game and really attack them and cause them a lot of problems. And Ajax did it brilliantly, and we're a far superior team than them in the Top- first half of both legs. Second leg in Amsterdam... For the first half, Tottenham barely touched the ball. They were rubbish. And like Tadic, who yeah. was pretty much a flop in the Premier League, caused them all sorts of problems. Yeah, my, my biggest worry with that is Ajax burnt out significantly both legs. Now, uh, we're probably athletically far superior to Ajax amongst being far better than the football. But um, one thing that we had a look at earlier, didn't we, is the size of the pitch. 
Yeah. So Klopp's teams are notoriously successful on smaller pitches, tighter spaces for them to press in, or at least last season's team that was spoken about. But the wonder. See, I'm I'm not that fussed about it. Neither am I now. But it was it was interesting to see that out. So Anfield's 101 meters by 68, the smallest it can be in regulation size. Wembley's 105 by 68, the largest it can be in regulation size. So's the wonder. Yeah. And we we so I was at the the Tottenham Wembley um, the Tottenham Liverpool Wembley game. It feels big, the doesn't it? Yeah, it does feel big. But our pace really hurt them. Yeah, and I think if you put Kane back in their team, they lose a lot of their pace yeah. up front. Yeah, um, and the way that they played without Kane was a lot more about movement and and pace behind the defenders. Both teams are good in transitions, aren't they? But I think this Liverpool team's so diverse now that we don't necessarily need to to. Klopp used to talk about the Gagan press being our playmaker and that there used to be a lot more focus on that. I think we're so good now in expansive games, we're so good in tight games. Yeah. We've got such a range of of like ways of hurting teams. I, I should imagine we will probably try and just strangle them and keep the ball and keep it tight for the first twenty minutes. I I can't see us firing at them like we did against Roma or City last season. But I think they'll probably try and do that to us. We're much better equipped to do that than them, though, I think. Ericsson aside, I don't think they're as control- they've got the controllers to anywhere near the level that we do. No, true. True. But, all right, then what, are you, what, what about Spurs or who about Spurs worries you? How can they hurt us, do you think? So, I'm going to skirt around Harry Kane because should we, I, should I, we... I've always been a, criti- a critique of his. Well, should we, should we, instead of skirting around it, should we talk about Kane? Because that's a big question mark, really, isn't it? Okay, so I'm going to go <coughs> with it, and this could bite me in the ass. but I, I've never been a fan of Kane. I don't, as a player? I don't You've got to respect him a, as a player. He's I respect him as a domestic goal scorer. He's At the, elite level, I don't think he's an elite, elite striker. And personally, I think Virgil van Dijk... Golden boot of the World Cup? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Penalty taker of the World Cup, maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this I, is very. I, I think. Me, by the way, I think it? Virgil Van Dyke will look at Harry Kane and think, "I'm happy to mark you." Because of his fitness, or just all time? No, just like it, his general play. He's not fast. You know, he often slows things down. And I just think, in every aspect of the game, Van Dyke has got him. Whether it's in the air, pace, strength. Obviously, if you put Kane is a, is Kane, a deadly finisher. Kane's all about movement and finishing, though, isn't he? He is, but I just and I'd, Kane. I'd think that a quicker striker who moves a lot more. One makes Ericsson better because he's got a lot more to work with and it opens up space. And two, he pulls your defenders all all over the place. See, I think Kane's ability to do that is incredibly underrated. Kane is really good at coming deep for the ball and with the ball... And with his back to a man, he's yeah, but he really, can't hurt really you there. He does. He does that a lot. But he, for England, he does that a lot and creates space for yeah. the likes of Son and Mora. I, I guess the Kane question mark is: Do they start him? I think they will definitely start him. Do you think they definitely will? If he's fit, if it's he's been fit. quite quiet on that front. I expected there to be more yeah. about that in the media. I haven't seen a great deal of, of Kane chat, to be honest. To be honest, I'm I'm not fussed either way if they play him or not. No, I'm not either. I think which a, tells you everything. I think. You need to know that if you're not yeah. if you're not fast, he's not that deadly, is he? If it was someone like Aguero and it was they're starting him or not starting him, I'll be thinking, please, 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 please. please yeah. don't be starting, yeah. yeah. And that for me is the the big difference because interesting. I just don't feel I've ever ever watched Kane in, in a big game. Like he, I'm not talking like yeah. a London derby, but like a a big Champions League game where he's on his own 
just destroyed a team. He was good against Dortmund this year. That's not really a big game. It's like it was at the time. last, last the 32. The time. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. I going back to your point about sort of ways in which they hurt us. I'm I I think Son's one of their uh, so, well, obviously Son. Sorry, I meant Mora. I think Lucas is one of their weapons yeah. at the moment. He's he's got the wind in his sails as well. Obviously, the story it's quite mm-hmm. a nice story for Lucas Mora in the Champions League this season. But I don't know how they're going to get him in the team if Kane's fit, because I'd imagine Pochettino plays a back three. I'd imagine Sanchez, Alderweireld, and Vertonghen all play. Yeah. I mean, that, in the name if, if of he MPD. doesn't start, that is fucking criminally harsh, Lucas. isn't it? Yeah. But I think he, Pochettino will easily be able to sell him the idea that it could be 120 minutes. And it's a big pitch and everyone's going to be working their bollocks yeah. off and Kane isn't going to be doing 120. See, I think if if Kane... If I was them, I'd start Kane. Whatever his fitness. Because if he's not fully fit and they let's say they bring him on at 60 minutes to chase a goal... And he gets injured, then they've wasted a sub for the extra time. Yeah, true. But, but I can I can see Spurs trying to keep it tight against us. I can see them playing a back three, and possibly even Wanyama and Sissoko. <coughs> yeah, <coughs> but I, I don't really know. Uh, similar to you, I don't really give a fuck. And we looked at it, didn't we? They Tottenham have utilised a lot of different formations this season. Yeah. So looking at their Y scout, they've they've used a four two three one. Four three two one, uh, four three 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 five two three four one two, three four three, three four two one. They're quite fluid, like we Very are. To fluid. be honest, I mean they they we we've got a lot more stable back four. Yeah, as in we never go to a back five anymore, but. They are very, they've got yeah. a lot of players who can play sort of as the third centre back, yeah. or they'll step into midfield, or oh. they've got the full backs. So Rose and Trippier, presuming they'll start, are quite similar to our full back. I don't think they're as good as our. There, there was but, there was a time when Rose and Trippier were two of the best yeah. full backs in the league. I don't know who they're attacking they are now. Like so, they're easily you know comfortable enough playing that that attacking win back role as well. They are, yeah, uh, their three centre backs are all excellent for me yeah. as well, but. But I, I I think Spurs' gem is Pochettino, to be honest. He's a phenomenal manager. But then I, you could argue the same for us. Y- you could, you could. I, th- I think both teams are... Part, one of the reasons I think a lot of fans are, are wary is just because Tottenham are very similar to us. They are. Tottenham this year are us and yeah. last year in many ways. Yeah, they really are. And from what... I, I said this to you off air, but it, it you get that feeling... Although the same could be said about Liverpool, but you get that feeling that something special has happened this year for them. For Tottenham? Yeah. See, I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. For me, it feels like they're on the brink of something special. They've just got the new stadium. They've massively overachieved, having not spent. They're in a Champions League final. All of a sudden, they're getting linked to top-class players. Like yeah. They got linked to Ndombele and Lo Celso today, who, you know, yeah. who are two players that most clubs in the world are looking at. And that didn't happen for Tottenham previously. Um, but that worries me because if they win the Champions League, that that stepping stone is massive. You suddenly got pedigree in yeah. Europe. You've got the massive stadium. You've finally got funds coming back in. Yeah. Because you know they didn't buy a player. They didn't, and I think last that year. that is another reason why they're like us because they're operating on a, a small squad. Yeah. Like you don't unless Lucas is on the bench or Harry Kane, obviously, and not fit Harry Kane. They don't look like they've got real options that can hurt us. Obviously, Llorente's been quite useful in the Champions League, but I don't think against this side with Van Dijk in it and the 6 foot 6 Joel Matip, Llorente's going to have as much joy as he did against Dali Blind, who he pulled off on one and every, 
won every header against. Yeah. Um, but you meant you mentioned the the bigger picture really and Spurs moving forwards. What what do you so so this is um, the tenth clock against Pochettino. The first was the start of our new chapter, Klopp's first game, and we all remember that one. Um, the nil nil, that, that was all about the gag and pressing. Do you remember we started a bit of a weird team? Yeah, he had Lallana out there, and Divacarigi started it surprisingly. But, yeah. Um, <coughs> but in terms of this game moving forwards, how crucial do you think it is for us that we win? Obviously, every Liverpool fan wants to win, and it feels like this team deserves something. But what's for you? What's the bigger picture? Do we need to win this? I I wouldn't say we need to win it, but I am one of those fans that believes that we we do need to get something on the table. Yeah. And we missed. So so for me, the bigger picture is that we missed out on the Premier League title by the skin of our teeth. It's fucking un. It's which unbelievable. Is, yeah, like, it's we still were, yeah. fucking me off that that happened. Yeah. I can't believe it to be honest. But having done that. I get the feeling that if we lose this final, I don't want to feel like it's all been in vain. And I yeah. feel like a lot has gone into this season. And mentally, how how can we just keep going? Yeah. I mean, the, these the, I, I feel like these boys deserve something. These boys deserve a reward for their efforts, where they've been this season. They deserve a reward. And, I, I, you know, there has to be a line eventually where... It becomes a problem that we can't win something, and for, for Klopp or Liverpool, I think for both, we need because you've we talked need to become winners on here. Even before we got anywhere near this final, you've talked before about Klopp's second place issues. Yeah, and I mean it's not an issue when you're the underdog because I, I don't want to say you know nobody we're expects always us. the underdog. Yeah, yeah but we've we've overachieved <coughs> and we've overachieved this season in terms of the ninety-seven points. You know. In in the start of the season in August, I never thought we'd be challenging for the title. We didn't look like we had a squad big enough. For no, it. I don't think anyone would have imagined that Van Dijk, pretty much consistently, Salah, Firmino, Mane would have all stayed fit. Exactly. The season. I don't think anyone would have expected that. But I don't think even considering that you would have expected ninety seven points. Like who yeah. who does? Yeah, no way. So no Guardiola way. wouldn't have probably wouldn't have even expected to get ninety seven, would he? Realistically, no, probably not. The league's probably stronger than it was last season. Yeah. I mean, the worst teams are worse, but we. I mean, I don't know. That's probably a bold comment, but you know, it, English teams are on the rise, aren't they? You haven't any need to yeah. look at the fact that there's two of them in the Champions League final and two in the Europa League final. Yeah, exactly. Um, and um, but I think at the same time, as the seasons progressed, we have become an elite force. Yeah. Um. And in the position that we're now in. We are the favourites. Like, there's no skating around it anymore. We're the bookies' favourites. Yeah, we we yeah. need to win this game. I think. See, I've got a slightly different feeling about it. I, like, obviously, as individuals, the players probably need it, but I don't see any of them leaving. Even if we get ashamed tomorrow on Saturday, even if we lose five nil, I, I I can't. Who leaves that we don't want to leave? Well, uh, you know my thoughts on this. I I still think if if one of the big boys comes in, Salah could leave. Definitely. But you think winning would be more likely to make him stay? See, I, I, don't, think... I don't think winning or losing this game has a great deal of bearing. So what if two weeks' time, regardless yeah. of the result, Barcelona come in with 200 million for Van Dijk? That's moot because of the, the Mike, Mike Edwards tax, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. So, true. Real Madrid. Yeah, all right. I think Van Dijk tells him to fuck off. Do you reckon? Yeah, because I think Van Dijk is... 
invested in the project, which is working towards the league. Uh, Salah's probably the only one whose head may be turned. But I also think even if we win the Champions League, Salah might see that as a, you know, shake his hands, my job here's done. Maybe, maybe. But I, I but honestly see this squad staying together. And even if we don't sign anyone, I think, you know, the return of Oxlade-Chamberlain, Cater being bedded in a bit more um, freely and hopefully able to speak a bit more English. I see us being even better next season, even if we don't sign anyone. Yeah, I, I get your point. I, I'm 100% positive about the future, yeah, regardless I'm... of the result. But for me, it's not necessarily about <coughs> players leaving. It's about stamping your own authority. Yeah. I think for too long, yeah. because of the lack of trophies, particularly yeah. over the last 10 years or so, yeah. we've felt that we shouldn't necessarily be winning these trophies. I know what you mean, yeah. But, you know, if City were playing in this thing, yeah. they would be saying, we have to win. Like, we d- we need they to would. win this. Because... Yeah. because they want, they're hungry for trophies. Yeah. And I, I think we're hungry for trophies, yeah. but there's always that little thing holding us back of like, oh, if, if we don't win it, it doesn't matter. We've done really well to get here. Whereas we, don't, we can't say that. Yeah. yeah e- eventually we need to go. Yeah. You know, we are elite now. Yeah. We have to be winning these games because yeah. that's what we get paid to do. Absolutely, yeah. But one of the things that's just come to mind, actually, I didn't think about this before really, was the fact that because it's against an English team, you look at sort of club sides who've dominated and you've got like obviously Real and Barca are in a different kettle of fish in Spain but you've got like the Bayern Munich dominance of Germany and the Juventus dominance over the last 15 years in Italy they both have relative amounts of success by cherry picking off their domestic neighbours yeah in playing terms beating another English side in this final sort of knocking Spurs back a peg has its own value in sort of like setting us along with City obviously even further apart from the rest of the teams in our league yeah I think there's you know let's say we lose and Spurs win I'll go into next season in the Premiership worrying about Spurs more than I do if we beat them tomorrow yeah definitely it, it would feel I, I feel like they're on a spot like an upwards curve yeah it'd be quite nice to fuck them and up, we need to they? flatten that out a little bit yeah I don't I mean I don't I don't necessarily worry about Spurs as as a rival in the league but in terms of yeah. I do though because you said it earlier you know they are very similar to what we were last year alright then if I said you think Spurs will win the league next season then no but Neither I didn't I. think I we would either at the start of like if you'd have asked me that question last season I suppose so if, if they do win the Champions League mm-hmm. and they invest in the areas that they're weak in so they get a top class sentiment yeah. they need a centre midfielder they get a much better backup striker than Lorente yeah. Yeah. suddenly you're thinking Shit, you know, they're actually in a really good position. Yeah, yeah, they are. Talking of midfielders, Danny Rose played in centre midfield for them in May. You That's know, bold. He, he, at half time, Danny Rose would have moved into midfield when he flipped to a 4 3 3. They've got some strange options. Like, Harry Winks isn't going to be fit, I don't think. No, he's out. Um, <clears throat> and I guess to go back to their current game, they, they kind of have to play Ericsson and Ali, right? Yeah. Which means that how do you how do you fit everyone into that side if you're going to play Kane? Well, you end up you end up Son. playing. You have, you have to drop Son. Or, you have to drop more or Kane really, don't you? Well, He's going to have no, to. He they to could drop one of the centre midfielders. What and have Sissoko as a holding midfielder? They've done it before. They've done it before, but Sissoko is. Whilst he's a monstrous footballer, he is ill-disciplined. I'd be very happy to see Musa Sissoko lining up at the base of their midfield. See, I, I don't think Wanyama's that good either, though. He's a lot better than Sissoko at, at, at space, the holding. At yeah, that's space. true. That's true. Yeah. But your shout for man of the match? We're not going to do the whole prediction of the scores. I don't 
thing, can't we? I mean, we can. Be. You gonna agree with Fat Ronaldo? I'm three gonna one. Go with Fat Ronaldo, three yeah. one. Now, Should I, I we think... call him by his rightful name, Ronaldo El Phenomeno? Rather than <laughs> it does hurt me when people call him Fat Ronaldo. <laughs> the great Ronaldo. He's yep. got a thyroid issue. That explains it. Apparently. Yeah. Good to know. Good yeah. to know. Um, so he said three one. What do you what are you saying? So I'm gonna go with two nil. I th- I can see us winning by a couple of goal margin. Um, I think we'll do it in ninety minutes. To be honest, yeah. I think we'll do it in ninety minutes. Um, I think we'll man of the match then. My man of the match, I, I, I can really see Van Dyke scoring. I can really see Van Dyke scoring. I, I, my prediction is going to be three-one Van Dyke first goal. With man with Van Dyke with, man, with man of the match, yeah. I mean, Van Dyke's a candidate for man of the match every time he plays, isn't he? And fo- the way football works, it tends to go to a goal scorer. Yeah. I can see Van Dyke scoring. Yeah. So I'm going to go for a Sadio Mane man of the match. Yes, I think he's going to tear Trippier apart. Yeah, Trippier. Tripp- we were saying off air, weren't we? I think Trippier's the weakest player on the pitch now. So- and somehow that's happened. There was a hype around Trippier. It was after the World Cup, though, wasn't it? Because he scored, of, scored the free kick. Yeah. Yeah. You see, he's been just dropped from the England squad. He's shit compared. Like, Trent yeah, is Trent's so much better than much him. much better than him. Um, and I th- I think Trent is probably Trent re-watching last year's final Trent started that game brilliantly Trent had a couple of decent chances at the start of last year's yeah. final I, I can see Trent um, having a big impa- impact on this game he's this another game. candidate for man of the match for me yeah he must be yeah um, but I, I also agree that I think Trippier is a, a big weak, weak link for them yeah um, that's why I can see them playing a back three yeah. Sanchez covers space Sanchez is fucking rapid he Sanchez is, covers yeah. space quite nicely but I feel if they play a back <coughs> I think we'll dominate the midfield I think we probably will anyway yeah it might be interesting Pochettino's talked quite a lot of times previously about how to approach Liverpool um, and how not to approach them he's talked about trying to play through Liverpool before I, I think he'll probably we're a lot harder to do that against now though yeah but then what do you do like you can't play over us with Van Dijk there no it's, it's going to be a really interesting, interesting one, game yeah yeah, yeah. How are you going to approach the uh, alcohol intake leading up to the game? Heavy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, See, once so you, the logistics on the day we we found out today, didn't we? So my speech yeah. is about five thirty. So I can I can get mildly loose before then. Yeah. And then I've got basically a three hour, and two and a half hour really, window. Really ramp it up. Yeah. See, I watched last year. I watched the final last year. I stagged it in Dublin. I had all sorts to drink and other stuff. And it ruined it for me, I think. What, you're too bit? Yeah, I, I kind of want to be a bit, have a bit of a focus for this one. Especially if we're nah, going to have to watch we'll be doing, iPad. We'll be doing drinking game forfeits. Every, every time Fabinho crunches someone, you'll be screaming, tequila! <laughs> I'll do a pint of gin if Naby Keita makes the bench. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. You heard it here first. Yeah. We'll hold you to that. All right, thanks very much, everyone. You enjoy the game.